Today is Wednesday, November 9th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media for the second time today. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the morning announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Despite the fact that Trump-endorsed candidates have fared so badly that we may have to officially revise the definition of a Trump card, control of Congress is still undecided as of now. Right now, it stands at 221 seats for Republicans and 214 for Democrats, with control leaning likely towards Republicans. But not all races have been called. And even if the Republicans do win, the margin for the majority is going to be extremely small. Despite this TBD status, Republicans are already jockeying for their leadership roles in a potential House majority, in what appears to be an attempt to get out in front of the more, shall we call them, untethered individuals in the party. Current House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy announced his bid for Speaker of the House. Steve Scalise did the same for Majority Leader and Jim Jordan for Majority Whip. Feel free to use that as a jumping off point for a really grotesque Chuck Buck marry. Right now, the Senate is tied 48 to 48, with races in Arizona and Nevada still not fully counted. The Senate race in Wisconsin has been called for Republican Ron Johnson, a result that I personally find deeply baffling, both statistically and emotionally. And it is now confirmed that the Georgia Senate race will be going to a runoff on December 6th. This is happening, again, because of Georgia's election law that requires that the winner receive at least 50% of the vote which in this case did not happen because of a third libertarian candidate who was also on the ballot. So yeah, maybe we will get to hear about a few more Herschel Walker-funded abortions before we have to do this all again next month. In Arizona, we likely won't know the results of the governor and Senate races until tomorrow at the earliest. There are thousands of mail ballots in Maricopa County that haven't been counted, though so far, Democrat Katie Hobbs is in the lead over Republican Carrie Lake for governor, and in the Senate race, Democrat Mark Kelly holds a lead over Republican election denier Blake Masters. Stay tuned to see if Arizona picks the astronaut who's married to a beloved state figure, or the Westworld escapee with terrifying bone structure. In the Nevada Senate race, Republican Adam Laxalt leads Democratic incumbent Catherine Cortez Masto with hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots that are still to be counted from Clark County, which includes Las Vegas. Republican Joe Lombardo is also in the lead for the governor's race against Democrat Steve Sisolak, though with an even larger margin of votes than the Senate race. This might be an early indication that the results for Senate and governor could possibly be split in Nevada, though depending on how close these races are, It is possible that we may not know results until November 18th at the latest. In alignment with Nevada's election laws, they're still waiting for hundreds of thousands of postmarked ballots to be received and counted. We will know more in the coming days about those results and how many more ballots are left to count. And you know where to find me. So what does this all mean? It means that depending on the results of the Nevada and Arizona races, it may be a minute before we know who controls the House and whether that final Georgia runoff race will be for control of the Senate or if it will just be 51st seat for Democrats. One of the most important questions of this midterm season was, how many of the 300 election deniers nationwide will be elected into office? We know so far that only 80 of those candidates lost their races. And to think, I was hoping to list the winners out by name, but there are simply too many. Out of the election-denying headliners, the Jewish space lasers failed to stop Marjorie Taylor Greene from winning re-election, so she will be around to terrorize us and Kevin McCarthy for at least another two years. 
And also from the Not of Sound Mind squad, Sarah Palin lost her congressional race in Alaska to Democrat Mary Peltola. Russia hopes that she can see their sorry we tried sign from her house. I doubt we've seen the last of Sarah though. I'm sure she has a slew of reality TV offers to choose from. And let's not pretend like she wouldn't like that better anyway. She wouldn't even have to read the newspaper. Just ask Kyle Richards. For our last section, I want to spotlight some important down-ballot results that are indicative of how much better than expected the Democrats performed. Tina Kotak has been elected governor of Oregon, making her the second out lesbian elected to lead any state, after Maura Healey of Vermont, who was just elected last night. In Kansas, Democrat Laura Kelly has held on to the governorship, and in both Michigan and Minnesota, Democrats took control of both chambers of each state's legislature. For Michigan, this is the first time the Democrats have controlled the state Senate since 1983. And for Minnesota, it's the first time the Democrats have had full control of the state government since 2014. For context, both Brangelina and Kimye got married that year. So don't you tell me we are bound to keep moving backwards. And finally, in Missouri, Louisville Judge Mary Shaw, who signed the bogus search warrant that led to the murder of Breonna Taylor, lost her race. Sweet like justice, karma is a queen, ain't it? I will, of course, be back tomorrow morning as usual with more results and analysis. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Sammy in the meantime for more updates. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.